0: If you'll just pick up your Bibles, that's our custom around here. We like to pick our Bibles up and wave them around and make Jesus glad and the devil mad and say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, I am thankful for all of your blessings, especially the Word of God and the Holy Ghost. Tonight I'm hungry for more, and I thank God for the Holy Ghost revealing to me Those things that I need to grow in Jesus' name. You know, we all need to keep growing. Uh, Let's look at Hebrews chapter 4. And uh, we'll just read verse 2 tonight. Just interest. We could read all of it, but we'll just read verse 2. And it says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. And so tonight I wanted to just share a message entitled mixing faith with the power, mixing faith with the power. Uh, who is it? Who are, who's them? It's talking about them, them. Uh, you know, it did not profit them. They didn't mix faith with what they heard with the word. We heard it. See, who's he talking about? Well, you know, chapters three and four is talking about Israel being disobedient and not entering the promised land they they fell short you know they had a promise they had a word God gave them a land flowing with milk and honey but then they were persuaded by the naysayers and they feared and they didn't mix faith with what they heard and so they stayed out of their inheritance and so uh Paul here in chapter two called that the gospel, and we've got a gospel, and in the New Testament, our gospel is the gospel of of uh, salvation. In other places, the gospel is known as the word of faith, and uh, and so we need to mix faith with what we hear. Um, you know, we've t- preached out of Math- Mark chapter five many times: a woman with the issue of blood. Here's a woman who heard about Jesus and she mixed faith with what she heard. And her faith drove her and impelled her to get up in her infirmity. Here she is hemorrhaging blood. And she made a journey to where Jesus was. She went to him in the crowd and she said continually, she kept on saying, If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. And so she got on her hands and knees because the crowd was so, so thick and thronging him. And she touched the hem of his garment. The Bible says he felt virtue or power go out of him. And she felt in her body that she'd been healed of that plague. And when Jesus found out who, who touched me, uh, she told him all the truth. And he said, woman, thy faith hath made thee whole. Literally, she mixed faith with what she, with the power. She mixed faith with what she heard. She, she mixed faith in the power. And uh, that power healed her. You know, many times, and I'm, I'm talking about faith again tonight because that's my primary job, is to keep you in faith, to teach you faith. I mean, you know, it's, we all need to be encouraged in these days. Uh, But here at Glorious Way Church, we've always had the ministry of laying on of hands. Many times the power of God is is, uh, administered through the laying on of hands. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. And through the laws of contact and transmission, God's power or God's anointing flows from the minister into the person needing the ministry. And, uh, you know, occasionally... You know, there's a full manifestation. I mean, you, you get, people get, pain leaves them instantly. Uh, sickness leaves them instantly. Instantly they receive encouragement. Sometimes it's just partial. And sometimes it just doesn't look like there's been any change at all. And uh, regardless, we have to mix faith with the power. You know, the power is here. The power is everywhere present. And especially where, you know, the Bible says, you know, where two or more are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. You know, we know the power of God's here. We don't have to feel electricity. We don't have to feel it. But we know it's here. And, uh, but we have to mix faith with it. You know, there were two blind men following Jesus. And he had the power of God all over him. People were being healed. A little girl was raised from the dead and they followed him and followed him and finally they said Lord you know have mercy on us he said what do you want Lord that we may receive our sight do you believe I I can do this yea Lord be it unto thee according to thy faith and you see as soon as they said what they believed they mixed faith with the power and the power healed them and gave them their sight so Um, you know, we need to remember in Mark 11, 24, therefore, what things, soever you, uh, desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. And, uh, when do you believe you receive them? When you have them? No. When you pray, (laughs) you believe when you pray, and then you have, it's the same with the laying on of hands. When do you believe you're healed? When you're healed? No, you believe when the hands were laid on you. That's your point of point of contact. That's the moment from then on, whether you feel anything or not, you say, I believe hands were laid upon me, and I believe I received my healing. And the power of God was ministered to me, and it's, it's in my body to affect a healing and a cure. You know, you say those kind of things and keep saying them, you're going to see results. Because if faith is not mixed with the power, healing may not manifest. Children of Israel didn't mix faith with what they heard. They never went into the promised land. Their children were the ones that, that went into the promised land. You know, I was reading recently uh, a testimony from Brother Hagan, And, uh, and uh, there was a young lady that came uh, in the meeting. She had been in a car wreck two years before, teenage girl, uh, massive car wreck. And her neck had been broken and her spine broken in two places. And she was near death. And uh, the, her, uh, it was in Dallas, Texas. And people across the city heard about it. And they were praying for her. Her church, her home church where her parents went, she went. They prayed for her. The doctors came and said, look, let this girl die. She's not ever going to be right. If she uh, it does ever wake up, she's not going to be in her right mind. She'd be like a vegetable. She'll never walk again. Just let her, let her die and go, go to heaven but the church wouldn't give up parents wouldn't give up nobody gave up 2 years and finally after a, a while she woke up and in her in her right mind they transferred her to a rehab facility where she began rehabbing and she regained the use of her upper part of her body and she could use her hands a little bit not not greatly but she she was um, she was in her right mind and she was able to to move her upper body, her her lower, her lower extremities, her her legs and feet were paralyzed. And so, <clears throat> Brother Hagen was in the church there, uh, having meetings. This was probably the year early fifties. And remember, she had already been in that condition for two years. And uh, and so the the family, the mother, I think, called the church. We want to bring our daughter on a stretcher. Will Brother Hagen pray? And, and he said, I'm sure, absolutely. But uh, before she comes, can she use her hands? Can she hold her Bible? Yes. And he gave the family a, a copy of a healing sermon that he preached with with scriptures. He said, have her read this sermon and look up the scriptures in her Bible. And what was he doing? Well, he's, he's wanting to build her faith. You know he has faith. See faith on the, on the minister side but then on the receiving side she's got to have something to grab a hold of so that when she has hands laid on her she'll have a basis to believe. And so that's how it came up and she was, came into the, the meeting and uh, laying on this stretcher. And Brother Hagin came to the stretcher and knelt down in front of it and grabbed her by the feet and ankles and said, can you feel this? Well, naturally she can't feel, but she said, I I feel warmth. I feel some warmth coming out of your hands into my feet. He said, well, I'm going to hold on to your feet for a while. And so he just kept holding on. And in just a few minutes, she said, my legs are burning. I'm, My legs and feet are burning. And he let go of her and he stood up. He said, well, I don't know everything, but this I do know, you will walk. And he turned and, and continued with the service. And that was the last he heard or saw of her. So a couple of years later, so that would have been mid-50s, he's... Uh, Preaching in Garland in his home church, this church that he attends when he's in town. He used to pastor the church. That's a suburb of Dallas. He and the pastor and their wives went out to eat in Dallas for lunch after the service. And in comes this young lady and her parents into the restaurant, and she walks right directly over. To Brother Hagan's table, and he said, "Do you remember me?" He said, "I sure do." Do you remember what you said? I certainly do remember. I told you you'd walk. She said, "She said the very next day, the very next day." See, her faith gave gave her faith just gave action to the power of God. She did. She kept the switch of faith turned on even though the night of. Pray and all she felt was warmth. She felt hot. She felt electricity. But she didn't have any results. She couldn't feel anything else. She didn't get up and walk then. But the next day, sometimes we just quit too fast. But uh, her faith gave action to the power that was administered to her. You heard me say it. Keep the switch of faith turned on no matter what you feel. Um. Now, Brother Hagan said something really interesting It stuck with me all these years, And I think it's worth here, Thanksgiving, to talk about it. And uh, he made this statement based, in this all scriptural here, what he said. He said, healing is by degree, based on two conditions. All right, before I get to the two conditions, I want you to think about healing is by degree. What does that mean? Well, healing can be complete. Healing can be partial. There's all kind of places in between. I mean, if, you, if, if, if perfect healing is up here and you get a little relief down here, it could be anywhere between the two. So healing is always by degree. Or it could be nothing. And, uh, and the degree is based on two conditions. First, the degree of healing power administered. Now, let's think about that a moment. The degree of healing. Well, I would think the healing power would be the same. No, the healing power that's being administered down here on earth is not always at full manifestation. It's not all the way at super hot. It's not already always on self-clean. I'll give you an example. When Jesus was ministering in his own hometown, he could there do no mighty work because of what? Their unbelief. Their unbelief came in the area of their lack of honor for him. Who does he think he is? We grew up with this boy. He's the carpenter's son. And he couldn't, didn't say he wouldn't. So the healing power that he administered in his own hometown was so small that only a few minor ailments were healed. Just a few minor ailments. And so how did Jesus respond? He went about all the villages teaching, preaching, and healing. So the, so here at Glorious Way Church, you know, you and I have a lot to do. It's not just the minister. It's not just the life team member here at Glorious Way. We let life team members lay hands on the sick or lay hands on people and pray and uh, delegate that. Well, what anointing is that? Well, it's the corporate anointing. If the corporate anointing is not high, if people come in sleepy, if people come in You know, a lack of love, a lack of unity. Love plus unity equals miracles. God gave me that little formula years ago. So we have, we should do everything on our side that we can to make sure that the degree of healing power is at a maximum. At a maximum. Everybody say maximum power. we've got something to say about it we've got something to do about it that means we should be prepared that means we should be full of the holy ghost that means we should have our heart right that means that we should have compassion on people whether it's healing or finances or trouble or whatever the trouble is in their lives and so the degree of healing power administered see is it maximum is it medium is it low and then the second condition is the degree of faith that gives action to the power administered. <laughs> so I'm going to do this little, let's think about this, these two knobs. You know, you've got two knobs on the, on the radio. You know? <laughs> and this knob controls the power. And, this, and this, this knob controls the amount of faith that is going to give action to that power. We turn the power up way up, but the faith over here is way down you may not get the best results. If the power is way down but the faith is way up, may not get very good results. But if you've got both of them maximum, I'm telling you, you're going to see more instant miracles. You're going to see people. I mean, you're going to see people that get healed right then. But whether they get healed right now or later, you know, we have a right to see people begin to amend. You know, Jesus prayed for a little boy, and 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 he was not instantly healed. But when Jesus prayed for him, he began to amend, and his father came. And well, when did he start getting better? About yesterday, when and that was about when Jesus prayed for him. He began to amend. Oh, I tell you, we need to mix faith with the power. <laughs> Don't be like Israel and, and be hard-hearted. Let's be, let's be full of compassion for others and then let's be sensitive uh, that we use anytime we say amen that is the jumping off point where we say we have what we just prayed or we have what we just said. See you know faith works by saying or it works by praying. Either way, that's when you, when you say amen, that's when it is done. That is when you start adjusting your expectation up. And now you say, I have it now. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to, it's not going to happen later. It happened right now. I have it right now. I'm healed now. Amen. So mix faith with the power. Um, You know. So three, three things, just simple message tonight, just to remind you. And, and maybe while you're giving thanks, start giving thanks for what God is already doing that you haven't seen show up yet. <laughs> That's a novel thing, isn't it? I think most of the time we want to thank him after it shows up. But, you know, it's really scriptural to thank him before we ever see it. And uh, so mix faith with the power. First of all, get the word into you about your condition. I mean, you know, if you need healing, then you don't need to that so much study about other things to get the healing scriptures in you if you need a financial breakthrough start looking at the the scriptures that govern finance that govern supply My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? Well, if I need healing, I probably won't mess with that scripture. That's forgiving. I need to talk about himself. Bore my sicknesses, took my infirmities. By his stripes I am healed. Those are the scriptures I need to get down in my spirit. So get the word into you about your condition. And, uh, and then two, receive, receive God's power when it is administered. Whether you're the one doing the praying or the saying, or whether you've come up to the altar and someone else did the praying and or the saying or the laying on of hands, whichever way it is, believe you receive God's power. Believe you've received God's power to change the situation. You know, I get back to the children of Israel. They didn't mix faith with what they heard. The gospel was preached unto them as well as unto us. But the word preached didn't profit them because they didn't mix faith with it. If they had mixed faith with what God had said, then it didn't matter how big the giants were. It didn't matter how big, how tall the walls were on the cities. What was, what was going to happen? It was God's power that was going to give them that ability to possess the land. And in the, in the end, that's exactly how it happened. It was God's power. <laughs> it was God's power that, that knocked the walls down in Jericho 40 years after that. They, they could have had what God said 40 years before, but they didn't have it. But their kids had it. Why? Because they mixed faith with the power. So get the word into you about your condition, receive God's power. When it is administered. In other words, when it when Amen is said, that's your point. Oh, I have it now. It's mine. And then regardless of what it looks like, continue to say. Continue to say. For instance, you know, let's just say it's healing. Well, you know, God's healing power went into me and it is affecting a healing and a cure, even right now as I speak. It doesn't matter whether you feel like it or you Don't feel like it. You just say it. Mixing faith with the power. Praise God. Lift your hands and receive. Hallelujah. (laughs) Short but sweet. I don't want to mess up your dressing. I want to make sure you get all the ingredients in there tonight. (laughs) Gladys and I uh, believe that you're going to have a great Thanksgiving holiday, whether you're traveling or whether you're at home. Amen.